I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to Jordana Barton Garcia of Barton Garcia Advisors, one of the most important ethical issues in our society is the digital divide. The digital divide, it's an ethical issue. It's one of the most important ethical issues, right, in, in our economy and in our society. On June 17th, the House Select Committee on Economic Disparity and Fairness and Growth held a hearing in Westlaco. A principal in the firm, Barton Garcia Advisors, Jordana Barton Garcia, addressed the House Select Committee about the deployment of broadband infrastructure in South Texas. Steve Taylor spoke to Jordana Barton about the importance of broadband access for South Texas. What were the key points you wanted to get across today? The key points for today are that we have an underinvestment in South Texas and certainly the border region and that we have enormous human and social and institutional assets here that are worthy of investment and we can take some really innovative work that people are doing to scale and really transform the economy and create uh, like with broadband because it Im impacts everything right access to health care and you know uh, educational equity and, and entrepreneurship and all of that. It's one of those intersecting issues that if we invest there, it's the people who are going to make the changes. They're going to create the innovations and, and transform the economy. And that is, just, you know, it gets confusing for people because when they go to the colonias, they say, oh, substandard, uh, lacking this, lacking that. But wait a minute, the people are not substandard and are not lacking. They're worthy of investment. So when we're talking about infrastructure investment, all this infrastructure investment, from the highways to the broadband and water, uh, it's about investing in people. So I just want to make sure that people keep that in their heads, that these are people who are entrepreneurial, uh, doing their part, creating the, 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 the uh, ideas and the innovations that need to be taken to scale. Tell us what you think about the initiatives uh, since you've been down here last. Perhaps you're, you're seeing what FAR's doing, you're seeing what Brownsville's doing. Yeah, well, I've been keeping up with them, working side by side, even if it has been during the pandemic a little long distance. But yes, amazing. They they took those best practices that we, you know, when we convened around the Colonia study, and they took the best practices and each picked a, a, uh, a strategy that would work for the, them and their community. And now, it's our job with these infrastructure dollars to support them because it's not finished, right? It, we've just begun what this, what these major fiber networks can offer to the community for workforce development, for educational opportunities and entrepreneurship. So uh, expanding the networks, right? Once you have a network, it's it's a lot. Uh, less expensive to expand. So how can we attract dollars and really look at this, I'm, I'm calling it the South Texas Triangle, right? Because, as opposed to the Texas Triangle that people talk about. We have this potential for economic opportunity and upward mobility and innovation in South Texas because of the people. It's time now to invest in them, to invest in this infrastructure, because they're going to do the work. They're going to, they're going to change the economy and, and create upward mobility, and it helps everybody, right? Um, I didn't get to talk about the, the extremes that we're seeing in income and wealth inequality, but it's very directly related to how we're, how we're investing in, in, how we're leaving whole communities out of the digital economy. I, I covered two sort of broadband events in the last uh, few months. On the first one, uh, the Comptroller was down here, was part of a statewide listening tour, and the city manager for Brownsville, Noel Bernal, 
was very, um, I, my, my analysis would be that he was very aggressive in, uh, in, in saying that the private sector had failed Brownsville uh, and therefore Brownsville had to sort of go it alone. Although I know that private partners were involved, left to their own devices, the private sector wasn't delivering for the people of Brownsville. Then I went to another event a few weeks later where Governor Abbott was winning some award for, for the broadband strategy adopted at the last session and there was a representative next sitting right next to him from the industry uh, name na the name of uh Todd Baxter, I believe, former U.S. Uh, former state representative from the Hill Country, and he was asked the question about what's happening, and he was very aggressive against Brownsville. He was representing the industry, maybe the big internet providers, and it seemed to me from his comments that the private sector just doesn't not like what Brownsville is doing. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we saw this during electrification. It was the same strategies of companies to say, oh, no, we do this, you know, but... Roosevelt had to take a stand, right, and said, no, we need, we need rural electrification. It was going to be critical to the economy. We've seen how critical it is. We can't have broadband without electricity, right? So uh, it's very common to have those strategies of um, winner takes all. But really, what, what broadband networks are about is win-wins, right? So, and think about all of our awesome small uh, co-ops that are providing broadband and small businesses, small ISPs, that they're partnering. When I've interviewed them across the state, they're members of their community, they're creating jobs in their community, they might even be uh, minority owned, you know, all of these incredible businesses, why not support those businesses? What we have is an unregulated market in broadband, and so you have the, uh, the, the large companies that try to control the entrance into the, into the opportunities, right? What we need to say in rural America and rural Texas, for sure, is we have all these amazing entrepreneurs, and they are the ones that, they didn't have to be asked during COVID to cover the children, the school children and ramp up the uh, low-income kids. They did it on their own because they're on the school board. They're, you know. So this local awesome assets that we have, those are what we should invest in. And guess what? They do business with the other companies, right? They provide some of their services. They, uh, they share towers. They, you know, there's room for everybody. But certainly if you want to create an inclusive economy where there is value brought and invested in, in the community, you invest in those small businesses. They're, they're, they're the movers uh, in our economy. And we're closing them off because of some corporate greed that says, oh, only we can have access. This is the digital economy. It belongs to everybody. You, can't, you can no longer say that, that, oh, we're the experts. No, you know what? All these kid, young people in Brownsville and FAR, they're going to be the experts. Just like I was told, oh, you're, you know, you do policy. What does this have to do with, you know, anything? You, you know, let us take care of it, ma'am. You know, we, we cover those areas or we're going to well, no, that's not good enough. You know, we all need to know the, the uh, you know, about broadband networks, about what we can have, about law and policy that has created the digital divide. It's an ethical issue, and we need to get ahead. It's one of the most important ethical issues, right, in, in our uh, economy and in our society. Of Are we going to get ahead of technology, or are we going to run behind it and do whatever it says? One last point. Um a sort of success, a success story that the private sector has fixed, helped 
the small community of Granjeno, right on the river, maybe 30 homes there. A, co a local company, I only learned this yesterday, Smartcom, went in there and is providing internet faster than, say, Spectrum is mm -hmm. in, in the bigger city of McAllen. Yeah. And half the people can afford, I think they're paying about $65 a month, and half of the people have signed up. And we'll get them in on the ACP program of the FCC, and they're going to have it for $30 a month. And, uh, I mean, there's just so much that we can do. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to create some funds under CRA, too, to meet those kind of gaps, right, that they're good. When we have more investment, there's going to be. How do we keep companies like Smartcom, right, able to do business? And guess what? When you interview them, they're they're like social enterprises. They're they're not they're not talking about maximizing profits. They're talking about reasonable rate of return on investment, serving the community. You hear it in the words. I didn't even have to. I didn't have to make it up. It was it was in their very vision and what they do, right? And they're in the community. They're providing scholarships to youth, we're creating programs, apprenticeships, and in, that, that's, the, that's what an equity is about, and an inclusive economy. It's when you invest in the very assets in that economy, not say that, oh, somebody else has to come in and serve you. That hasn't worked. And, and it's time, pretty much right about now, <laughs> to evaluate whether we want to be ruled by greed or this, the assets, right, investing in people. Right and saying, oh no, you know, we want you to do great in business, but you don't need to stop other people from entering the market and from owning and operating the infrastructure of the digital economy. It's it, it it's, a, it's a civil rights issue. And finally, um, you remind, as we're catching up with each other here, who who are you with now? What's your title and position? I'm a principal with Barton Garcia Advisors, my own small business, a social enterprise, and I'm also a senior fellow with Connect Humanity, which is a global and certainly works in the United States uh, nonprofit working on bringing broadband to low income communities. Jordana Barton Garcia has authored books and publications, including Las Colonias in the 21st Century, Closing the Digital Divide, and Preparing Workers for the Expanding Digital Economy. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.